Edelgeist, the bio-exorcist. Troubled by the living, is that the problem and not the solution? Unhappy with eternity, having difficulty adjusting? Call Betelgeist. So Drew, would you hire Beetlejuice? Is that flyer entice you? A, a bio exorcist? Of course, of course, I'm gonna hire him. I gotta get these people out of my out of my damn house. Isn't that like a hitman? Like <laughs> a bio exorcist, I guess he, he technically is a hitman. I don't know. Do you, would you rather him be named? So would you rather hire a guy named Beetlejuice or Beetlegeist? Like I feel like Beetlegeist doesn't sound as 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 like like amateur. Like Beetlejuice I'm, sounds amateur. Beetlegeist sounds more like Beetlegeist sounds ex- exotic. Sounds yeah, like it's, a type of guy that does business. That's what I mean. Like that's yeah. a bio exorcist. There, Beetlegeist. 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 Welcome back. This is the Last Row Podcast. This is episode 140. If you are new to the show, check out our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on X slash Twitter at the Last Row Pod, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook.com. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And if you guys are enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Thanks to everyone that did so so far. We're finally here with Beetle Geist. Beetle Geist. You, you say it so nice, please consider. Leave Please consider. Don't leave no. us a damn review. Leaves the leave us the review, damn it. Or else, yeah. or else I'm calling Beetlegeist after yeah. you. Beetlegeist. <laughs> you just call a hit out on our potential listeners. <laughs> Beetlejuice, March 30th, 1990, 1988. Um, were you scared of this movie at all as a as a you? I don't recall like when I first saw it, but I know that he seemed creepy and it's a Tim Burton movie. So yeah. it's like, it's got those weird Burton type creep things. So I guess it creeped I, me out a little bit. I, I have, I have some childhood memories of not wanting to see this movie like until, and, until I was like, I don't know, eight or, or 10 or something like that. But as a Ute, a Ute, Ute, I yeah. remember being scared of this. I, I was not in the theater on March 30th, 1988. No, no, I'll weren't. put it that way. Nope. Runtime one hour thirty two minutes just right. Just right. Yeah, a little bit this short. Is actually perfect. It short felt short for, for this. Yeah. It could have used another ten minutes. I think. Comedy slash horror directed by Timothy Burton. Drew, what you know about Tim Burton? Well, I uh, <laughs> I know we made a movie called Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, a little movie yeah. called Pee Wee. Is this our? How many Burton movies have we done now? We did Edward Scissorhands. We did this. Two. We're doing this. We did uh, Batman Returns. Oh yeah, that one. Did we do any others? Oh, I think that's it. All right. It just feels like we've done a lot of Burton movies. I don't know why. We're always talking about Tim Burton. We talk about him a lot for some reason. Full-blown Burton. Yeah. IMDb 7.5 out of 10. Too low, maybe. Maybe, maybe Na- too low. Maybe, maybe a little too low. About to 86%. That's about right. That's about right. It's Metacritic 70%. That's about right. Too low. Letterboxd 3.8 <laughs> out of 5. So I think I gave it four and a half on this. I'll be no, honest. Four, at least at least a 4.1. I think I gave it a four and a half. After Barbara and Adam Maitland die in a car accident, they're dead. They're dead. They find themselves they stuck haunting their country <laughs> residents, unable to leave the house. When the unbearable Dietzes and teen daughter Lydia buy the home, the Maitlands attempt to scare them away without success. Their efforts <laughs> attract Beetlejuice, a rambunctious spirit whose help quickly becomes dangerous for the Maitlands and innocent 
Lydia. Hey, they hired him. He was only doing what he was hired to do, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they they said yeah. the name. They knew yeah. what they were doing. Yeah, I hired him for a job. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know what they were doing. They were clearly, they did not know what they were doing. Oh, man. Here's some good taglines here. All right. Tagline. Say it once. Say it twice. But we dare you to say it three times. It's too long. That reminds me of the auction guy from uh, the old ESPN. Going once. Going once. Going twice. <laughs> they got no, rid too, of that guy. It's too long. Uh, he's guaranteed to put some life in your afterlife. Sure. I like it. All right. I can, I can, dig, I can dig it. Spinning head. <laughs> make any I, don't, sense. I, I think you missed the rest of the sentence there. I pasted exactly what yeah. IMDB did. Okay. Yeah. He's the ghost with the most. Now we're talking. I mean, he says now it. So. We're talking. In this house, if you've seen one ghost, you haven't seen them all. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. The name and laughter from the hereafter. All right. All right. I'm going with ghost with the most. That's that's my my favorite. I like put your li- put some life into your afterlife. Yeah, kind of like that. It's a good pun. It's a good pun. Yeah, kind of like it. So this movie had a 15 million dollar budget, and I don't know if this will shock you to your core listeners mm. in a bad way. But I think I recall seeing that it had a $1 million special effects budget, which is pretty impressive given the yeah. way this movie looked. I think it looked great. Yeah. Especially with, with some of the ghost effects and things like that. It was, it was really well done. And then it, it had a return of $74 million worldwide gross. I mean, a pretty big hit given the fact that like who knew what Beetlejuice was at that time. It's, mm. We don't get new intellectual property these days a lot. Like, I think it's, what is it? It's September, 2023. The creator came out and that's like one of those things where it's like, oh man, it's new IP. It's not a superhero movie. It's not a a, remake. It's not a, yeah, threequel. Which is cool. It's a classic 80s character movie. Like, oh, it's Beetlejuice. Who the hell's Beetlejuice? I don't know. It's the 80s. It's weird. (laughs) Why not? You don't need need to explain it. It's some dead guy. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, did you know this is Oscar winning? Movie, by the way, it won yeah. for makeup, best makeup. Oh, very, very few Oscar winners do we get on the last row podcast. Yeah, so, so this is an Oscar movies. movie. This is might be our most, I don't know, successful movie. Yeah. It's got there's a bunch of other awards. I won't go through all of them, but there was the Asfafa the oh, ones that we talked about last yes. time. Yes, it won yes. for best horror film. Keaton was nominated. Uh, there's a bunch of other folks. Uh, you know, Burton was nominated for for best director. Blah blah blah. But the two that really matter. Are the BAFTAs uh, and the Kids' Choice Awards. Got a ball and ass fun times award. Yeah. Nice. So before we talk about the BAFTAs, oh, I'll just mention the BAFTAs. So again, nominated for Best Special Effects, nominated for Best Makeup. Let me talk about the Kids' Choice Awards for a second. Yes. We just talked about this. Were you scared about this movie? This yes. was this was the Kids' Choice Award for Favorite Movie. A Kids' Choice Award for Favorite Movie. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does. Like when I say I was scared of it as a kid, I mean, I was like five four or five years old. But do know? they, do they make, do they make this anymore? Like they don't make movies like this for kids, do they? Well, it's, it was a PG movie and I feel like it's an adult movie masqueraded as a kid's movie because you could, you could splice all the scenes of Beetlejuice together to make it seem like, you know, the movie's all about Beetlejuice, some crazy character, but yeah, it's a, it's a family movie. It's, I wouldn't say it's a kid's movie. Is it? I don't know. I get it's 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 weird. It it's this weird line. It has adult of, themes, sure. I feel like family movies in the eighties were way more adult 
oriented than right now. Like, I don't think they make this kind of movie these days. Well, you know, you know, they say the wussification of, of America, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. is, is, is now, like, I guess this, this, this is part is, of it. Cause back then they didn't hold the kids hands, right? No, they didn't. I mean, they had your, your, your favorite's going to be, is going to be about death and about this, this dirty, rotten scumbag, <laughs> death, dead ghost. Juice. <laughs> and you're gonna love it, and we're gonna give you a blimp for it. Yeah, and he, he's gonna yeah. marry your teenage daughter too. As like a 600 year old man. He's come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> so I, I gotta say this, and this is the first thing we need to talk about because you mentioned this titular character. If that's how you would, if that's how you would word it, that's how he gets down. How much screen time do you think he has in this movie? And did you remember going into it? I didn't remember. You told me the number, and it shook me to my core, as you would say. <laughs> But yeah, I, th- I thought he was in at least half the movie, but apparently not. 14.5 minutes yeah, out of the how many minutes you said earlier? One one hour and 32? Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, do you think that he should have been in it more? Or do you think that... No. I, I'm sure. I mean, who knows how much more? Like five minutes more? I don't know. But I think less is more. I don't, I think if he's on the screen yelling at you, doing the doing the thing for 45 minutes straight, it can get a little tiresome. So I think less is more in this case. And and do you think that it it kept you it kept you waiting for more because Michael yeah. Keaton is obviously he's I mean he's very good in this. Yeah. I think I think it was spaced out properly as well too. So yeah, I, I think it was perfect. I, yeah. You know, sure, maybe another scene or two, but I never thought like where's Beetlejuice, you know. He always showed up at just the right time. Is he supposed to be a good guy or a bad guy? Now, we're going to probably you know, villain scale him, but like, what is the movie trying to tell you? Because it's yeah, mixed. I, I found myself asking this question. I've seen this movie tons of times. I haven't seen it in a long time. And I was thinking that very question. Like, yeah, they don't, he's annoying to the dead or, you know, to the lady in the office and all that, like former partner or whatever. But like, how bad is he? Like, he did save the, the Maitlands, right? Yes, he did. I mean, he did what yeah, he was supposed he, to do. Collateral damage. You might have, you know, attempted murder on a few humans that were still living at the time. But like, what is that? What's the, what does the dead care about that? Like, I, I don't think he's agree. any more of a bad guy than like, yeah, maybe he's a, is he a demon? I think he's supposed to be, but like, it's but, not clear. What is a demon anyway? It's like, it's like, um, yeah, a human dying is collateral damage. He was trying to scare them out of the house like he was hired to do. Dude. He's team ghost. Like he's team ghost. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, team human versus team ghost. Who's going to win? Like, I'm not sure he's evil. I think he's bad and he's annoying. He's a bad guy. He's he's, he's a scumbag. (laughs) Clearly he's a scumbag scumbag and he's annoying to have around. So So that's why nobody don't say his name. Don't, don't call him. You don't want to call the annoying friend. Yeah. Like, so if someone else said his name three times in another part of the town, is he going to show up in both places? Like, does he have two jobs? Can he only have one job at one time? It, like, if you say his name? If there's one negative to this movie, it's like the, they don't explain the rules of Beetlejuice very well. Yeah. But maybe maybe that's fine, or maybe it's supposed to be that way. Like, I don't know, just don't say his name. Like, he's just... I, <laughs> Don't let him know you're partying, man. He'll come to they'll come to your party, he'll ruin it. You you know how we always joke about like you hate the word scumbag? Like I, I forgot yeah. what you said. This is like probably a hundred episodes ago where you said you'd rather be called like a, a bunch of other names. <laughs> yeah. Somebody calls a, you a scumbag. A lot of things I'd rather be called than scumbag. So but when I think about scumbag, and I think you just said it there, I didn't realize this all of my life. Mm-hmm. But I think I was picturing Beetlejuice in my head when I think of scumbag. <laughs> like just like the, just picking scabs, bugs all around them, like earwax. Yeah, the weird, like, yeah. like 
moss on his face or algae, yeah. like whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is, like the dirty, dirty the teeth. teeth. The teeth. <laughs> Dude, because scumbag, the, my definition of scumbag is not, you're not just a bad guy. You're a bad guy, plus you're also dirty. You're dirty, right? You're yeah. also dirty. You're, you're a scumbag. You're, you're dirty. Like, I yeah. think all these years, I didn't know that I was doing it, but in my yeah. head, I think I was picturing yeah. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Take a shower and be a better person. Stop annoying everybody. <laughs> So, so you don't think, so you don't think he was supposed to be outright a bad guy. You think he was sort of, he's, he was team he's selfish. Yeah. He's a selfish, uh, and he's out for himself. Think for himself. We'll do whatever it takes to, to please himself. But in the, in the meantime, he might do right by you. Like he saved the Maitland's life. Yeah. So. He, he was hired by them. Yeah. He, Lydia, Lydia said the name three times. He did that job, but he, and he also tried to marry her. So does, you take, you he, take it, you take somebody, you leave some. Was that his payment? Like, I, I wasn't clear, like, what, what, do you he, have to pay He said him? it, he said it before she said the name. He says, yeah. oh, well, I have to, you know, you got to figure it out. Me. I'll <laughs> save him, but you got to marry me. She, she heard that and still said it. But what about the Maitlands? Like, was he going to charge them? Like, what was his fee? Like, they never talked about that, did they? No, I think the fee is like, he's free. He needs to be free. I don't know why he's trapped in their little That's the farm. thing. Like, I wish they gave us more yeah. rules because, like, was he banished and it's like a genie, right? Like, it's yeah. like all of a sudden, like, yeah, he's yeah, got to so let him out. That's a good way to put it. Genie in a bottle type situation. And he's yours until until you... you... I, don't know, I don't know why the head office lady banished him to the Maitland's, you know, model Cemetery. home. But I don't know. <laughs> you don't ask those questions in 1988. It's I know. Beetlejuice. Well, you, yeah, they did it. You're like, it's Beetlejuice. Hey, have yeah. fun. You're going to like yeah. it. You're going to enjoy this. Yeah. Well, you talk about... So you talk about him as as sort of a... I don't want to say anti-hero, because I guess maybe you could say that. I know that word's like super overused. But do you yeah. remember the cartoon? Did you watch yeah, the cartoon? Sure. Oh, that was like a seven in the morning before yeah. school staple. Oh, yeah. I love on, that cartoon. On the WB or something. He was, he was a good... He wasn't a good guy, but he wasn't a bad guy there. He was definitely like her, her friend, right? He, he was Lydia's friend. Yeah. I mean, like he was almost like Slimer territory. Was yes. like friend of the Ghostbusters and, and yeah. also a pain in the ass in the cartoon, right. but mostly friendly. Yes. Did did you have any of the toys? Like I, I, I think no. there was two sets of toys. Like there was the toys from the movie and then I think there was TV show no. toys too. So like, so the other day you sent me like a YouTube video of like the nostalgic yeah. down memory lane of, of the Beetlejuice line. And now they were, all of them were very familiar to me, but I never owned them. I guess I, maybe I knew somebody who had them. I, I never had like one off or like movie toys, things like that. I only stuck to like the, the core big stuff. So like what, I had a bunch of mean? Ghostbusters, a bunch of, you know, Ninja Turtles, a bunch of Transformers. I didn't have like one offs, like movie figures, Crash test dummies, street sharks. Oh man. Like where they were like, they were successful lines, but like, I, I didn't really like have those. Like I just had the main stuff. What when, was, did you have, did you have any Beetlejuices? I, so I think I had one of these and like, I used to collect like random weird, like one-off things. Like I had some Terminator two toys. Like if you remember back in the day, I think it was playmates and Kenner yeah. and mm-hmm. they had the little booklet. Like if you look up and it's funny cause I, I got something from my parents' basement recently and I have like a pristine booklet from like 1992 Kenner Ooh. and Playmates and all that stuff. And I was looking on eBay and people sell these things for like $20, $30, like in beat the up book. condition. The, the book. Yeah. Because I guess people want, you know, it's like weird, right? I guess maybe there's this point of nostalgia where you get old enough to buy the things that you had or you didn't have. Sure. And you're like, hey, I have disposable income. Like, 
instead of buying eggs or milk this this, this week, <laughs> I guess I'm going to buy the 1992, you know, Kenner book with. Uh, I, I don't think they're choosing the Kenner book over the eggs with and Jurassic milk. Park. It's, 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 uh, it's, in, toys. it's in addition to, but it's like yeah. I have the book right now. I can mm. bust it out, and it's like it's funny because you go back and you're right. There's these random random even like jurassic park there was a whole yeah, toy like line stuff like, like, like that like I, I never had any of that stuff it, what it about was terminator like, nope none Robo-Cop? of that stuff just nope 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 just, just full lines yeah so we were we were at a, a toy show i mean we've been going to a lot of toy shows we posted about it on on the social channels at the last row pod check it out but one of the things that we saw at one of the local comic shops recently was a robocop figure you know i know we just got oh, done yeah. doing robocop but like it had a cap like it had like a oh, cap snapper. Yes, yes, yes. What do you what do you even call? It? Oh, I know it's a gun, but like the smell, you can smell it. The smell of the cap. Oh, you can gosh. smell it. <laughs> get high on that, man. You don't get high, but I would like to get high on that. Yeah, on the, on the if, caps. If it, if it allowed me to be high. Well, you got um, those like sidewalk poppers recently too. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Like so, like you had some of these one offs. Yeah. Did you request them, or were they like gifted to you? Like, oh, here's a here's a Beetlejuice, Drew. You didn't ask for it, but you you appreciated it. Or or did you would you like request these things? I think there was the big lines that I got. Like I had Ghostbusters, I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I got those by request. And people yeah. bought them for me, like for my birthday or Christmas. Like they or knew something you're like going to Ghostbusters, but were you ever yeah. like in the store saying, "Mom, can I buy that Beetlejuice"? I did. So my aunt, my great aunt, who was sort of like a grandmother to me, in addition to my grandmother, she used to take us and and my parents would would tell you that that she spoiled us, right? But she used to take <laughs> us to like KB Toys. Me yeah. and my brother would go there and like they would bring out a chair for her to sit down because we yeah. would just like walk around the store and just look at a bunch of stuff. But she would <laughs> definitely let me buy things that I just probably shouldn't have bought. Like I didn't mm-hmm. need a Beetlejuice figure, but I had a Beetlejuice yeah. figure because why not, right? And uh, I remember the one specifically, there's like a disappearing grave. I didn't have this one, but like mm-hmm. a, a friend of mine had this. And it's like, you put him in the grave and it has the here lies Beetlejuice and then he disappears under it. I'm going to post yeah. I'm gonna post a YouTube video in the chat, or, or sorry, not in the chat. I'm going to post a YouTube video in the show notes. And you guys write into us, please, the last row podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you had any of these figures because it brought me back memories. And also the one where he's got like, it's the circus hat or something. And it's like when he's terrorizing them at the end, oh, yeah, he had like yeah. the yep. bat wings and in, in his yep. hat in his hat. It's like the like, carousel hat. Yeah. I had that one specifically. And I'm pretty sure that there was a line of happy meal toys too, or something. Uh, maybe I have was, to look this up. Might've been towards the cartoon, but the cartoon. Yes. But still, still, still counts. No, you, like to answer your question, I didn't at, like, I wasn't gifted a lot of these. Like these are ones mm. where maybe I would pick it out because I feel yeah. like, you don't really get like a random, like, hey, I don't know if Kevin's into Ghostbusters. Let me just get him Egon Spengler. Like, mm-hmm. you typically are going to buy gifts for like the line, right? Like, I, yeah. I think we try to do that with your niece or my daughter. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Did you have, so you didn't have any random toys at all then? Not that I recall. Nothing, nothing super random. They were all like contained lines. Yeah. So when you say people let us know what you have, what if you, if you have, if you still have this stuff, oh yeah, please take a picture. Send us send us a picture. Yeah, not just a Beetlejuice of anything of anything from like the late eighties, early nineties. We'd love to see it. We'll have to post some of our stuff. I've been running into a lot of things that I've been finding at my parents' house or whatever, and I I found a treasure trove of my old Game Gear, Sega Genesis games, but like Game Gear, I don't even have the mm. Game Gear anymore. But I've got yeah. fifty still Game Gear the, games, games in my closet right now, <laughs> and it's crazy. Like I found my uh, Game Boy Color. 
Like, mm. have you have you tried to turn one of those on recently? Like, your eyes will fall out of your your sockets <laughs> because you need a flashlight on it. Like, you need yeah. the magnifying thing that 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 allows you to actually see the damn screen. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the movie. So, yeah, I guess we talked about this. Maybe we need to talk about the Maitlands here. Barbara and Adam here. I don't know how you can talk about these guys without talking about the physical evolution of Alec Baldwin as a human being. Almost unrecognizable Alec Baldwin. (laughs) I think he was like 29. Young whippersnapper Alec, huh? Did he like, so return, triumphant return of Alec Baldwin to the show. He's also, uh, was it Mr. Not Van Lu, the other guy, (laughs) Ruben Pfeffer's boss. (laughs) Ruben Pfeffer's boss. (laughs) Derby and sons, Derby and friends. Stan and Nursky. Like <laughs> now, this was this was pre fat face Alec Baldwin. This is this is regular. Not even, I'm not going to call him skinny faced. I'm calling yeah. him regular faced. Is are our faces going to turn fat? Like I, I feel like even if you're not physically fat, like the older you get, the wider your face. It has nothing to do with your body shape. It's just the way your head. For some reason, actors have big heads. I think that's why they're actors. It's like yeah. they pop out on the screen and then like. <laughs> When a when a casting director says that <laughs> that guy that guy or that girl they've got it, it's because they got a big head. He's got it. It, it is a big head. <laughs> he looked unrecognizable to me. I'm like, yeah. do you like his flannel? Yeah. Like I I, I like the flannel. It was it was a good shirt. I loved when Beetlejuice turned into his flannel. And oh yeah, that was oh man, thing. that was so funny. <laughs> like I couldn't decide what to use for the show picture. Like, but that's also a candidate mm-hmm. when he dresses up just like him yeah. and he's creeping on his wife. Oh, regular I, guy, just like you, Chuck. <laughs> I have to I have to ask you this because I don't know if you noticed this, but I was thinking about, you know, Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, all these actors and actresses. This is what, 1988 it came out and it was it probably filmed in 87. This movie didn't look like 1987 to me. It didn't look like 1988. And Batman 89 comes out a year later from this. You got young Alec Baldwin. You got Michael Keaton, who's essentially unrecognizable. Like, did yeah. this look, it doesn't look dated. It's- it's just because it's in that house, I feel. It's in the house, and the and the Dietzes are wearing weird things that aren't specific to the 80s. So when you compare it to a Batman where you're seeing, you know, Bruce Wayne in his double-breasted suits, and it's very 80s, uh, that's, that's why I feel like there's more timelessness to it. Yeah. What do you think about the house? Like, it was clearly the nicest one in the town. Like, I, I didn't really get, they were in Connecticut is what they yeah. said, but I don't mm-hmm. really understand this town. It's like a, it's like a two street town. It looked like they call it a one stoplight town or something like that. Yeah. They call it, yeah. But yeah, it's secluded. It's got the barn and the, and the, it's like the bridge. You got to take the bridge to get to the house. Covered house bridge. Sit, house sitting on the hill. It thinks it's better. Yeah, that whole thing. I bet, <laughs> I bet people hate them. They're you know? looking down on the town. Yeah, the people hate whoever lives at that house. I bet I would. I, I would. I would have like made up things about them that I would say. <laughs> it's like Edward Scissorhands, like the yeah. house with the yeah. creator guy. Sure. Well, that was a castle. That's like, come on. Yeah. Let's come on. Let's tone down the house, buddy. You don't need a castle. Do you think they inherited this house from a family member? Did they move to this town? Like it was very, like you said, right? It's 1988. Like just watch the movie. Who cares, right? Yeah. I but think it's like, they didn't really tell you. Like I was, you know, their friend was trying to sell the house constantly. Yeah. I just think she was looking for profit. That's all. And I, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's, there's much more to it than that. You know. But do you think they bought this place or did they grow up in this town? Did they move there? Like it was unclear. Like was that house always there and then they moved into it? No, I feel like they. I don't know. I, I get the sense that they that that they bought it themselves and fixed it up or something. Yeah, that's what I get the feeling. That's why they have such an attachment to it. Well, look, we got we can't talk about this movie. I mean, can't spend time speculating on that without talking about their death. 
I'm just going to say this and you can tell me whether you agree or disagree, but I feel like their death was one of the weakest deaths in movie history, in mm. my opinion. I don't, I don't know if you feel the same way. You're talking about like the five foot drop? Yeah, if that. <laughs> so, so they were upside down, right? Yes. And let's assume the windows were closed. Okay. I suppose one could argue it's a death trap, literal death trap. So if the car flips upside down, like I know that, you know, what they say, they're in water. So if you, if, yeah. if you haven't seen this movie, I don't know where you've been, but if you haven't seen this movie, they're on a two week vacation. They go to the hardware store that he, they own and they both go together and they drive off of a bridge because a dog runs in the front of them and they, yeah. they fall into the, the car flips upside down. Like you said, they fall three feet off the bridge yeah. into maybe three feet of water. Like, is yeah. that even that deep? Yeah, like really. Um, the, the You can see the wheels, you know, from the, the roof is on the bottom, right? Yeah, it bottomed but out. It, it, but if you're stuck, you're stuck. You know, first of all, you got to hit that dog, number one. Yeah. The dog's got to go. If it's between you and the dog, sorry. Anywhere else, I'm swerving, but I'm not swerving on a bridge, first of all. <laughs> sorry. I love dogs. Um, here comes the hate mail. Here it comes. There you go. This, yeah, this, yeah. That's the last this, that, that, that right there, that's the end of the show right there. We're done. We're uh, done. Canceling um, you. If you so, what they say is you don't open a door. If you open the door, the water rushes in faster and the car sinks immediately. Can you even open the door too from the pressure? If you can even right, and you have time to open the window even if it's starting to be submerged, but it's very very short, very short. So really, I guess I can't call it a weak death if they're upside down. The car, the windows are upside down. He, they have no way to open it. I, I suppose you could suffocate and eventually water comes in and you drown. I don't know. Could you escape this car? I feel like I could. I, I don't want to say that I could without really so, knowing I, mean, I could, but I, I think mean, I could. Any, any man worth his, worth his weight and manliness would know that, especially in the 80s, 90s, you rip that, you rip that headset, the head, the, the headrest off yeah. that sucker. And you bust the window. You bust the window with the headset. The, you know, those things are sharp. You ever, you ever take a, Oh yeah. Do you ever take one off, man? Let me tell you, that's what you do. You take that off and you jam it into the window. I, but even then, if it's deep enough, the suction might not allow you to swim up. I don't know, man. I feel like maybe now you guys can all make fun of me. You can all make fun of me right now. Yeah. 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 But I like to prepare for certain situations. I don't uh-huh. know. I feel like, I don't know if you have one of these, but I bought a two-pack on Amazon. It's like a little, uh, was it a tungsten hammer or something? Oh. So it has a little sharp, it's like a little piece of plastic, but it has, it looks like a little hammer. It's like Andy Dufresne's rock hammer from Shawshank? Yes, sort of. Exactly. Yeah. And it's got a little like sharp edge on it made out of tungsten that you can bust your window and I have it in the glove box, so maybe it's not going to save me if it's in the glove box. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the glove box isn't submerged. You got time. Yeah, but can you get there? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But I have that in there because I, I don't know. I guess it was like one day, like, what if I drove off a bridge and what if by I accident? What if I got pushed <laughs> off a bridge while, while trying to avoid a, a dog and I fell and yeah. got submerged? Like, I have the hammer. Do, I'm going to buy you one. I feel like I should buy you one as oh, a friend, like, good, just so you stocking. have it. It's a good stocking stuffer. Yeah. Just, I don't know if you're like me, right? Because- like I think about this all the time, but maybe this is not the equivalent, but I get made fun of in this house for this, but do you ever go somewhere? You're going on vacation, right? Yeah. How many days are you going on vacation? Let's say you go on, l- let me ask you a question. You go on vacation for five days. How many five, pair, wait, wait. pairs of underwear are you packing? How many nights are we talking? 
uh, five days. Five days, four, four nights. nights. Okay. Four nights. I'm bringing the pair I have on my body. Yeah, yes. Plus five. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Me too. Yep. Because the Me pair too. on your body doesn't count. Yes. Yeah. You're wearing that. Even and, though and, it's a night. Even though it's a night. So I get made fun of all the time because it's like, but what if, you know, what if you, what if you had a situation yeah, where right. you needed an extra pair? You need an extra pair, right? Even <laughs> though, say you have, say your pair from the first night is totally clean. It's clean It's clean like enough. you wore them, but it's like, you could wear them again if you had to, but nobody thinks like that. <laughs> like if you, no, you don't want to wear them twice, but like you could, you didn't shit your pants that night. Let's <laughs> say Let's say you, you crapped your pants. I don't know why you're right. Like, why wouldn't I just, I need an extra clean one. Because how dare I try if to put on your the pants one? four days in a row. You want to make sure you have that clean pair, <laughs> the extra clean pair. How dare I, I think about putting no. on the one from the other day. No, but you're absolutely right though. No, I, I, I feel the to. same way. You could wear that dirty pair from the first night, which is probably fine, but right. no, you want the extra, extra, right? It's, I get it. So I this always is, do day plus so, one. So just like your your rock hammer to save you from yes. drowning in three feet of car water from driving off a bridge, you also want to have the extra pair of underwear. It's and your mother and your mother always says, like everyone's mother always says, make sure you have clean pair of underwear when you leave the house because if you get into a car accident and die, you know, you don't want to have them find you with dirty holes on uh, underwear with holes in them. So <laughs> oh, who man. wants that? Who wants I that? I keep thinking about if if you've seen the that last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm with Josh Gad as like the doctor that has yeah. like the oh <laughs> yeah with the rip. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna say this: every man, like as long as they're not like yellowing, but like let's yeah. say there's a rip on the on the elastic. Mm-hmm. I've got pairs like that, but they're, they're so damn comfortable. They're man. comfortable. Yeah, they're a part of you. You don't want to get rid of there, them because there comes a time when the hole gets too big. It's <laughs> but <laughs> you fight that time. You do. You do fight it. So. The thing is, you don't want to get rid of them because when you buy a brand new one, the elastic's yeah. too tight. Yeah. Like, even, it, even though it tight. takes like a turn for it to be nice, it's still, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I'm not It's like going like, to get a haircut. It's like, you don't yeah. want to get a haircut, but when you get yeah. a haircut, you feel good about it. You say, you know what? Same I should have done this a little bit. Uh, I should have done this a while earlier. ago. Yeah. I still wear the ones with the, like the, the cut because it's so much more, more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, you learned to too much late. about us here. Yeah. So, let's talk about this death. I want to understand. So they die. And mm-hmm. I saw this, by the way, trivia. If you, if they, if you notice in the movie, everyone who died is sort of living as they died. So they were talking about making them wet the whole time, like just soaked, but yeah. they didn't want to do it because they would be uncomfortable. The time. Imagine being an actor, like trying to film oh, a movie, being completely wet soaking wet. Yeah. And then the set's wet. And you feel you... miserable. By the <laughs> so, way, it's like the level of detail that they showed all the other dead people besides them was pretty crazy. Like the one incredible. guy with like, the the scuba guy with oh. he had a, he had the shark on his leg. I loved like it. That's that's the level of detail. But they couldn't be bothered to be wet. Sorry. Sorry. I like the dude that got run over by the car and he was like flattened, like yeah. hanging on that 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 thing. Mm. So what, I don't get this. And again, we're gonna try to break down the rules here. That they didn't give you the rules, so we'll give you what we think the rules are. They're stuck in their house. Is that because they died a certain way? Or is everyone who died outside of the people in that lost souls room stuck in their own house? Like, are you, mm. are you perpetually haunting your own house? They didn't die in the house. It's a good question. I wonder, like, is it like since they got back into the house, maybe like their spirits returned to the house in time. Yeah, I think they said it was two months later. Or maybe, something. It was a, maybe it was a timing thing. 
So it's like they went back to where they were most comfortable. I don't know. Ah, maybe that's, that's, that's it. That's my guess. That's my guess. They never said it. And it's fun to speculate. It's nice. To, I don't, I'm fine with them not saying the rules, but that's the way I feel. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's it because I think they said it's been about two months. Like mm-hmm. the house looked a little different yeah. because their their friend, I forgot. It had already been was. sold. It was already yeah, sold. Yeah, Janet was like know. staging the house yeah. or something. Yeah. So that that's interesting. Do you think that they handled their own death well? Like like uh, Alec Baldwin and, and Gina Davis. I think they handled it too well. Like I, yeah. I feel like they they coped pretty quickly, didn't they? I guess we're dead they, now. They were confused, but they, they they skipped the whole level of grief, right? It was really bizarre, wasn't it? I guess it's only yeah. an hour and 31 minutes. They don't have time but, for grief. But there's a level of comfort in like you died with somebody at least, you know? That's, yeah. Uh, you know, let alone your husband and wife. It's like, you know, rather die with somebody than alone. That's nice, right? Yeah. I guess it's like if it wasn't, if she didn't go with him to the store, even though they yeah. could have walked there probably, that's how yeah. close it was. Mm-hmm. This would be a ghost Patrick Sa- Patrick Swayze situation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it would be. Yeah. What, what's a? I know they talk about it in the cartoon quite a bit, but was the sandworm just like a cool thing? Like again, yeah. I, I know when I get the room worms, I don't. Um, I don't think the worms have any rules. I think it's just a. It's, it's just a beast. It's like beast you gotta burden. stay. In your- <laughs> That's what it is. It's a beast of burden. Is what it is. <laughs> Let's talk about the Dietzes. Well, she was the, riding the, it at the end. It's the Beast of Burden, was. right? Yeah, yeah she was. <laughs> Beast of Burden. Oh, man. We never put the album out, did we? Yeah, I, I made it. I have to post no. it. I, I'm the worst. I'm the worst with our show. Well, let's talk about the Dietzes. The, the house sells. You mentioned it. It sold. Jane finally got her sale. <laughs> like... This this family they were they were alluding to him like oh this family from New York they they want to come in they want to do this like what are the ethics of of her selling the house so she was trying to sell that house the whole time that they were they were living there did she make the money off of this like who I, I got to it the weird bank, it was baby. like bank is that bank what it was wins. the bank wins baby like so she, I didn't she's the realtor she gets that she gets that profit man she got she double dips on the commission that's true works. seller and uh, yep. and buyer there. I don't know. It's just like it was very unclear whether she cared whether they died or not. I think she cared, but she's also kind of happy that the yeah. house got sold. It's like, oh, what a shame! Like my to, friends are yeah, dead to some New York guppy scum, right? What about the way that the house was? So it was like this nice form house, and then the Dietzes come in and, and they're going to remodel it. Would you have changed? Would you change this house if you moved into it, or could you live in that thing as is? Oh, I, I. The funniest part to me was like the deck. With the facing, but yeah. no walls around it. It's so weird. But but I kind of like it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I, that's the only thing I, I would I would keep that. Of of the new, I would have them put that in. It was like they blew the walls out. Yeah. Like a, it's yeah. like a, almost a hologram of the It was, it was an house. extension. It was an extension, yes. but without walls. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about some of the family members. I want to talk about Chaz. Chaz Dietz, the Chaz dad. Dietz. AKA not John Ritter. I always thought it was John yeah, Ritter. You thought it was John, yeah. Well, what do you, what do you recognize this guy from? Like I have a couple in my mind, but like, who do you, when you see this guy besides John Ritter, right? Who does, what yeah. movie comes to your mind? Oh, he's definitely, he's Ferris Bueller's principal. He's Rooney. Yeah. I think about Rooney, but I also think about a very hidden gem movie. Mom and dad yeah. save the world. See, do you ever see that? I, I thought that was John Ritter. Was it not? I'm <laughs> no, just getting John Ritter mixed guy. up with this guy all the time. Oh, this man. is the dad from Problem Child. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Say, it's, John, it's John Ritter. I don't think they look the same, but I- They don't. They, that's the funny thing. They don't look the same. <laughs> I just get him confused. Imagine a world where this guy was 
in in Problem Child. Yeah. It's like he's got the red hair, I guess. Can't have oh, two but, redheads. Yeah. Bill Paxton and Brian Pullman don't look alike, but yet let alone everyone confuses <laughs> those two guys. We should do Mom and Dad Save the World the, the, mm. sometime. John Lovitz is, is pretty good in this. Mm. But what do you think this guy's job is? He needs to relax in the countryside. Know. He seems like the normal nice dad to the crazy wife and depressed daughter. But it turns out he's he's just a just as much of a bad guy as the, as the rest of them. You know, yeah. it seems like he wants to eventually buy the town or like or like sell yeah. the town, I should say, to, to kind of, you know, reform it, kind of make it it's like a theme park. Well, yeah, the theme park thing came after they found that it was haunted, but he but before that, he kind of wanted to buy and sell the entire town as some kind of new wave hippie, not hippie, hipster, like a retreat. Like a retreat, like a New York, like a like a like a New Hamptons maybe or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that's a good way to put it, like a New yeah. Hamptons. It's yeah. it's true. Yeah, cuz like you could argue that these these folks are like the villains of the movie, like Beetlejuice mm-hmm. just trying to get this house back. He yeah. he didn't really do anything wrong. I mean, well, maybe we can get to that in a minute, but mm-hmm. He didn't really do that much. Like yeah. I couldn't tell whether he was a real estate guy, especially with his. Yeah, that's boss. what I felt. Yeah, yeah, well, real estate guy. That's what I f- saw him as. Robert Goulet, <laughs> Maxie Dean. For no reason, Robert Goulet. <laughs> it's just weird too, because I don't know. Like you said earlier, right? It's the '80s. Like, just go with it. Like, there yeah. really wasn't a plot. The plot was, hey, they died. They need to get this house back. And then there's just a bunch of stuff that that kind of happens. I couldn't tell whether he was actually working for Robert Goulet or he wanted to work for Robert Goulet. He seemed like he wanted to impress him. And I think that's sort of a theme. Like they're sort of a pathetic family when you really think about it, because he looks like he's just trying to impress his boss, Lydia or not Lydia, Delia, the mom, stepmom. She's just out there trying to be an artist, but she's not very good. Is she? No, not, not very <laughs> what do you think she? of her art? I mean, I would buy the tree-looking thing. You like that wouldn't, thing? Wouldn't you? I don't know. Which one? The one that had the the, the hands that she got locked in, or yeah, yeah, the you know, she got she got kind of wrapped in. Like it looks that like looks a like chair. a nice chair. Like I would I would I would treat that as furniture. Like, I I'll like buy that, that as one. a piece of furniture. But yeah, they're not a family. They're they're like the three separate things. Yeah, they're nothing alike. All three of them. It, it seems like they're all just living together, but not not husband and wife, not daughter. Do you think it's a violation that she came in and like remodeled that entire place? Like how yeah. how how long do you have to wait before you do that type of drastic change? The second you spend one cent on the yeah. house. It's your house, damn it. Yeah. You do whatever you want. It's not like a historical landmark. You know, it's not Lincoln's log cabin. You know, you can do what you, you, can do what you want with it. Lincoln's log cabin. <laughs> no, Mount Vernon. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell. I don't care. The White House. Yeah. I, I want, I'll come back to that in a second because I have I have some more questions on that. But we got to talk about Lydia. What do you think do of Winona Riders? Do we have to talk about Lydia? I don't, I, we don't have to talk about her much because yeah. she, like you joked about, like we joked about it on the show, the vessel. She's the, the vessel, vessel. The vessel. Right? Yes. That we like yeah. live through her. Mm-hmm. We live the show or the movie through her, yeah. right? She's the vessel which we experience mm-hmm. the ghosts and the ghouls and all this other stuff. Yeah, she's like the reason that Hot Topic was opened, right? This is the exact girl. <laughs> this was, is what is that they had in mind specifically, yeah. and then when Jack Skellington. Yeah. yeah, when Mr. Topic, you know, decided to open yeah. the store, this is the girl he had in mind, Mr. <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say like I don't know whether to put her on a Tim Burton scale or, or just a general emo scale. Yeah. Like I just feel like the weird part was when she was writing that weird suicide note. 
Like she felt so alone in like a comedic way, in my opinion. Like, look, not joking about suicide here, but like in this movie, in the context of this movie, like I didn't really get it where she's like, I am so alone. Like what was was her plan? She was being overly dramatic there. Yeah. For what sure. was her plan? Like, what was she going mean, to do? She, she, she talked she about join them. jumping, no plummeting off of a bridge. And it's, mm, I didn't believe it. I didn't buy Plummeting it. off of a three foot bridge. Like, yeah. The it, sa- if it was, if it was the same bridge that, that the Maitlands fell off of, then yeah, then she better. <laughs> you know, when they say like you, you could drown in three inches of water, that's probably yeah. what they did because mm-hmm. that was three inches of water. But yeah. like, how is she going to plummet off a bridge? Like if she's talking about jumping off the George Washington bridge in yeah. New York. Okay. That's different. Yeah. Like, I think she's talking about the barn bridge she can see from her bedroom window. Yeah. She wants to join yeah. them. Like, what, yeah. what was she going to do? Is like a little too emo for my my taste here. Yeah, I don't know. And it was kind of weird. Like, she's got a family there, and we don't know what happened to her real mother, because the Kevin's mom from Home Alone is the stepmom, right? Yeah. So the so the real mom is gone. We assume she died tragically. I, I, I don't think it was a- uh, They never a, said. I don't think it was a divorce situation. I don't know. She's more in a, a family in the Maitlands than she does her own family. And that's nice. I liked the dynamic between them. Sure. But I mean, it was pretty quick. And uh, I don't know. It was, it was a little desperate, I feel like, on both parts, the Maitlands and her part to like to come together. I don't know. They had an hour and 31 minutes. They, they, yeah, they, had, to get, they had to get to it. Yeah, got to squeeze together. It, it was weird, though. So like if you, let's say, let's say you were in your house, okay? Mm-hmm. And you walk upstairs and you find out that there's a hidden attic with a, a, a replica replica of our hometown. Yeah. And you find out that there's two ghosts living up in your, in your house. Are you going to no, befriend them? Like what? No, I'm not, no, I'm not sleeping the night now. Damn it. Like, like what, like what, 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 what would you do if, if you found that out? Like she, like we joked about it, right? Like she, just like they handled their own death very quickly. She was very okay with yeah. the fact that there was ghosts there. Yeah. I would exercise those ghosts immediately. Yeah. You have to, right? Yeah. You call it yeah. Beetlejuice. The, the call opposite it, what's, Beetlejuice. What's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the friend's name? The, the, the chubby Otho? friend? Otho. Otho? I'd call Otho up and have him do the spell. I mean, I guess they were nice people. Let's rot, those, let's rot those some bitches right out. <laughs> you're calling up Dr. Egon Spengler is what you're doing. Yeah. That's, what, that's what you're yeah. doing. I mean, look so. him up in Tobin Spirit Guide and make sure, make sure we're, we're dealing with the right uh, full filming rapers here. Well, let, let's talk about scary let's talk about exercising them and then scaring them out of the house Mm. so there's the perspective of the maitlands where they're helplessly watching somebody gut their house could you do that let's say you were the ghost and you were stuck in your house right now and you watch somebody come in and they're changing everything around like could you handle that see there's a lot of emotions that i assume you must go through if you're a ghost right yeah and you're watching your, your the home that you created get torn up for this new age crap that they're trying <laughs> to put in, right? She's a bad let's she's a bad artist. She's right? terrible. She's, she's terrible at it, right? Even bad, in the eighties, that was not good. She has bad taste, horrible taste. What were the color of the walls and doors? It was like silver. It it, it was like a stone. It, yeah, was it was like, like stone silver. It looks like they were styrofoam. Yeah. Yeah. It, look, it looked like legends of the hidden temple, like yes. the, 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 the walls like, and the doors. Yeah. Like spray painted. Yes. Sparkly silver. <laughs> Speckle. Awful. It's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, you have a right to be upset about that. I, you know, I built this house. I, you know, I, I made it look like the, it looks like a very, you know, respectable farmland home, this and that. And then they just take a wrecking ball to it, literally smashing bad art through the walls. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got a right to be pissed off about it. However, you don't own that thing anymore. You're dead. You're dead. The the dead don't have deeds. <laughs> as they that's say. What, that's what they say. As, as, the, they, as they say. say. So, so really, like, do they have a right to be mad? You can understand them being bad, but do they have a right to be mad? I think they have a right to be no. mad only because they're stuck there. But mm-hmm. like, but the, the yeah. Dietzes don't know they're stuck there. Yeah, that's right? true. Like, they don't really know that they're stuck I there. I guess if they actually just communicated, there'd be, there could be a compromise, I suppose. But how could but they communicate? I don't, they I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Ms. McAllister would compromise. No, no, absolutely not. No. I don't know. I mean, could you imagine, so like, let, then put yourself in, in, in their shoes. Like, so you're saying that they don't have a right. Like, put yourself in the shoes of being stuck in that house while you're watching this. Like, what would you do? Yeah, like, you, you know, like when you have, like, if you have a bad neighbor. Yeah. And there's like nothing you can do about it. It just stinks. They're making a bunch of noise. You, you walk outside, their garbage is everywhere. You know, whatever it may be. Perfect Imagine case. that scenario, but your bad neighbor now lives in your house. Yeah, that's and, and it's just rearranging your entire your entire life's work into your house. This is what's going on here. It, it is. It's torture. So yeah, I guess if, it, if the if if the changes weren't so egregious, then I'd have more of a problem with the Maitlands being butthurt about dying and not being able to, you know, save their house that they don't own anymore. I agree but with you. Because of the bad neighbor scenario, yeah. I guess go ahead and halt the shit out of them. Go ahead. I guess, I guess that is a, that is a good, it's a good analogy. The, the, the neighbor one, like you're yeah. stuck in the house mm. with them. It's, it's literally yeah. like a jail for them. Mm. What, what about a, one other question about the house here real quick. I was just thinking about this. So you said it looked bad and it definitely did look bad. Yeah. But so in 1988, when, when this came out or whatever it was, the late eighties, like, was that also bad for the late eighties? Like I'm trying to put myself in in the shoes of like at that time. We think about new um, age. Think right? about Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus's house in Christmas Vacation. Yes, that's that's like kind that of what kind, I'm thinking. like that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or or like, but I guess this is like an Just art version, ultra of that. modern, like like art modern. I don't know. It looks those houses never look good. Like those, there's timeless designs for a reason mm. because yeah. that stuff looks instantly outdated in like ten years. Yeah. But like. Her art was bad to your point. Like, so was it, it was very dark in there too. Like I get the whole Lydia thing is like, she's sort of that, that macabre, but like this was, you take like a really bright house and turn it into dark. It looked so claustrophobic and, and, and just like a prison, but Mm -hmm. maybe that was what it was on purpose for. Yeah, I think so. If they're stuck in the house, they're haunting them as, as ghosts. Like they got this, this setup here. What are they supposed to do? There's this whole afterlife scenario. I don't know if anything stood out to you at all. I'd be curious, like, what stood out to you. Like, we could break down things or we could just talk about it at a high level, but there was a few things that were interesting. I, what stood out to you the most and what did you like the most of, of the afterlife kind of stuff? Uh, I just I just liked it. First of all, like, if we're kind of stumbling through this episode, you people, I just want – this is a very visual movie. This is hard. Yeah. It's a hard episode to 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 explain, right? breakdown i loved the look of all of the different dead people in the office like i thought it was a very nice attention to detail of showing off why are these people here why do they die how do they die there's like there's clues of everyone except for the maitlands but i kind of like the idea of there being a handbook for the dead and being like a a help like a help desk this is like a help desk for the dead (laughs) what do you do when you die i don't know nobody knows instruction book 
when you die, nobody knows what to do. So we got to go find help. You know, I, I kind of like it. What do you think of Juno, the caseworker? Like, is she supposed to be like the only caseworker? That's the kind of way that I got it because Beetlejuice was her ex partner. Is yeah, that why the office old, is so she, backed up? She's too old for the shit, man. A couple hundred years, who knows? Do you ever see like super old people just puffing on a cigarette? And you think, like, oh, yeah. You know what? You probably shouldn't be doing that right now. But I guess <laughs> if they made it that long, then why yeah. not? Like, F yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just- no. You know, some people, you know, it, it, it works weird sometimes. You know, some people get the lung cancer and some people can smoke double and be fine. So. <laughs> like she was, she was the double. Yeah. Well, she had her throat slit, so she yeah. didn't die. She didn't die from cigarettes. Yeah, that's true. So I like, you pointed out that, that thing where it was, what did they say? Everyone that died by suicide worked at the public service. Yeah. There was a joke in the living by, uh, by the Dietzes that they said, oh, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to commit suicide. Everyone who commits suicide, uh, works in the civil services in the afterlife. And they go and show in the afterlife. In I didn't this, notice. Yeah. In the office, everyone has like a, is hanging or has a wound or something related to suicide. Like self-inflicted. The one guy yeah. who was smoking, he died in like yeah. the chair was pretty mm-hmm. funny. So like it's a, like, so it's like, yeah, if you if you committed suicide, like why would you work at that ghost afterlife building? It's not your choice. You know, they put you there. Is there any other book that you would rather have besides like if you could if you could manifest a real prop? Like not the not the prop, but like a real thing. Yeah. Like what would you would you rather well, have anything besides the recently deceased book? Well, we talked about uh, National Treasure 2, the book of secrets, yeah. you know, a couple episodes back. What if you couldn't handle the this, secrets? This, I mean, this would be a very close, right? Could you handle the secrets, the real secrets of the United States or the the step-by-step how-to guide of how to be dead? <laughs> I mean, what would, what, what interests you more, the life or, life or afterlife? I feel like knowing the afterlife, because you, you're not dead yet, whereas like if you saw the secrets of the, the United States, like you're here – like, yeah. I don't know, your brain might overload because it's like, oh my God, and but, then you got to tell yeah. somebody. But your brain might overload if you read the Book of the Dead and you did something that you're not really wanting to look forward to. Oh, And then you're worried true, about yeah. dying every day for the rest of your life. What What would be in there that would make you feel that way? Like, like something you have to do, you mean? Or, or, or just like, the I don't know, the, 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 the chapter on purgatory? Oh yeah, that know. would suck. Yeah. That would that be mean, really crappy. I mean, I don't want to, uh, you know, but, but that, again, you could prepare to like, not put yourself in that situation. That's right? true. Maybe you, maybe you should know it because yeah, everyone's going to die. Okay. The dead book is informative. You could use it yeah. while alive. It's like the almanac, the sports the almanac. secrets book. It's like, it's, it's, it's just a cool shit book, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, or, or horrifying depending on the truths that you find. That's true because yeah. the secrets book, it might make you disgusted with what, <laughs> yeah. what you're living with. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. my God, they did we that. Are, we, we, yeah. We kind of suspect that. You know, the country's, you know, done there's, some not nice There's some scummy things. stuff there. But yeah. you're right. Like, you could prepare. It is. it is. It's the equivalent of having the sports almanac. You can read the yeah. future. You're going to die. Yeah. Like, everyone's yeah. going to die, right? How could I die? How could I die best? How yeah. could I prepare how, to be? How can I How can I put myself in the best situation to succeed? <laughs> I thought something death. was going to happen to them when Otho stole the book. Like, mm-hmm. I was surprised that it was like a physical thing that they, they had because they couldn't interact. Like, Again, the rules, right? Like they were interacting with all these things, but then no one could see them. So it was like odd, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I still didn't know the, the rules of how like they got people to see them. It was basically, they said that Lydia was, it, it was like sort of an, a blissful ignorance. Like people don't believe in it because oh. they're too mm. distracted with life or something. And she wasn't. 
they were they glossed over it. It was like a lot of things in this movie were like one line that just sort yeah. of turned into something else. She was on the edge. Yeah, yeah. She was on I don't the know. Edge. I'll tell you what. Give me Tobin's spirit guide over over all books. Yeah. That's the well, one that, that I, I mean, want to talk know. about. You talk about facts and figures. I need to know about. Ghouls You'll know exactly. And you know how threatening the yeah. ghosts in your house are. Exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you own a copy of Tobin's spirit I guide. I do own a you? copy. You bought it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you anything you need to know about the yeah. ghouls, spooks, and specters. Vigo the Car- Vigo the Carpathian's in there, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It better be. You know? What would be the book without it? What is it? Marauders? And I forgot the, there's a very specific screenshot yeah. of the computer. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's talk about very quickly the Maitlands as ghosts. How would you rate them as a ghost? Do you think they're effective? I thought that they did a good job. Me too. Early on, right? Underappreciated because they were trying to scare the wrong people, couldn't see them. They were invisible, yeah. But I thought they got ghastly pretty quickly with the beheadings and the face pulls and the whatnot. Right. I, I love the face pulls. And when he like mm-hmm. pulled his, his, his finger, uh, fingertip mm-hmm. eyeballs, that was great. Yeah. And the beheadings were great. Like in the office, like, man, imagine if you saw yeah. that, I'd be, mm-hmm. I'd be moving out like Amityville horror style. I, yeah. I would definitely, I thought I, you would think that it would have worked. They called mm-hmm. him amateur, but they did a great job. Yeah. But I'll tell you what though. So like, it's a fine line because the job is to scare the people out of the house. What they did was so goofy when they finally were recognized is that, it made the people want to turn it into an That's attraction. That's true. You That's know? true. And then it becomes a spotlight on the dead. And we don't want yeah. that. The office doesn't want that, right? That's so true. So you either have to scare the hell out of them to where they don't want to step foot in the house again, or you want to play nice and befriend the people that live with yeah. you and learn to coexist. You don't want to be that middle ground, right? And they, they became the middle ground. But what if you go too hard and then they bring in a priest and then then, then they do an exorcist? Yeah, like, so that's the problem. Yeah. So there there is. There's like some weird middle ground, but not too middle. I like, feel like you gotta do you gotta do increasingly creepy to the point where let's just sell this house. We don't Yeah, like this. you know what? This is annoying. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> not like overly hardcore where it's like someone needs to know about this. Let's just sell it. You know, just creepy enough and it's increasingly creepy. Do it at night while they're sleeping. Yeah. To let's just sell this house. Have you have you ever been in a haunted house? Like a legit haunted house, something that you felt was haunted? Well, so I never got this feeling, but I feel like, and, maybe, and I was younger at the time, so maybe this played a role in it, but my grandfather's house, there was something about the attic of yeah. his house that I just wanted no part of. Yeah, and, it wasn't, and it wasn't that it was particularly dark or it had weird stuff in it. There was just something where I was just like, I would take a couple steps up and I'd be like, eh, We'll turn around. Was it like Kevin McAllister? Like you don't want to go in the basement? Maybe, but it was like, there was nothing creepy about it. Like there was no like scary furnace or anything like that. Yeah. And also in, um, the house that, uh, I spent most of my teen, teen years in with my mom and my sister, they swore the place was haunted and I had no idea. And I had no idea. Really? I had no evidence of this. Like they said, they heard things up in the attic all the time while they were sleeping and depressions on the bed. Wow. While they were sleeping, stuff like that. And I was like, no, never. Wow. So it could be a personality thing. Like, you know, it could be spirits don't like me or, <laughs> or they could be crazy. One, one of three things. Who knows? So you're not Lydia. You're, 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 no. uh, you're the other people. <laughs> I'm willfully ignorant, I suppose. Uh, my grandmother said she used to talk to spirits all the time. Really? Who the hell knows? Um, what about you? So I've not been in like a house. I mean, I felt like I guess some weird energies in some certain places, but it wasn't a house that I went to, but have you ever been to 
uh, in Philly, there's Eastern State Penitentiary. If you haven't seen this place, look mm. it up. It is a really, really old prison, like a very old prison in the United States, in, in Philadelphia, in the city. It's like in the middle of the city. I wound up in this place one time, and they do like a haunted ghost tour there. Yeah. A place, whether it's haunted or not, I mean, they, some people say that it is. It, it is creepy as hell. And they, they don't yeah. try to not make it creepy. Mm-hmm. But look, I'm not, I'm not sure whether ghosts are real or not or whatever. I don't, I don't know. But I can yeah. tell you that there's a weird energy in that place and you could just, mm. you sort of feel it. And maybe it's yeah. like you bring it on yourself. I don't, I don't know. I think that's but part of it. That's that's so, like the one place I could think of. So I, I was there, but during like a Halloween scare event where they have actors and things like that. And it, and I was saying during the, the event that like, I would love to come here on, oh, the awesome. the day, on the middle of the day on a Tuesday. Yeah. Not with actors trying to scare me, jump out, boo, you know, that whole thing. Um, you know, with like, they have the murder rooms and they have like the, the fake yeah, chainsaws, yeah. things like that. Like that's like, a, they're making a farce out of it. But like, if I was there on a regular Tuesday at 9 a.m., just walking around the empty cells, I'm sure it would be super creepy. What? So it wasn't creepy during the scare event? Cause it was no, like, cause it was like clearly cheesy. a manufactured Halloween. Yeah. Thing. Like it was fun, but like it, they, it stripped away the, the legit creepiness of, you know, a hundred year old prison. I, the place isn't like outright scary. It's just, it's, got like a weird vibe to it the feel yeah you go if you guys haven't seen this place go do a google search just type in eastern state penitentiary philadelphia look up some pictures there's there's some really it was like al capone had a cell there one time Uh, i didn't mean to take us down the 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 haunting like we're gonna have to do another halloween movie maybe we can talk more about that next next week next episode that we do but i just i wanted to ask you while we're talking about haunted houses and and people haunting uh let's talk about beetlejuice because we talked about a little bit before I think we should try to put him on the villain scale if if you're okay with it because I feel like he's technically the villain. I'm okay with it. So let's do it. If you, if you guys are new to the show, uh, we have a villain scale. We put all the villains through it. It's four major categories, look or style, hideout or layer plan, henchman, one to five for each. We'll see where he, he nets out at the end here. He's called to exercise the bios, the human bio, yeah. bio exorcism. What do you think about his liquor style? We talk about scumbag. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's it's weird. We you know we have an hour of this episode and we barely talked about Beetlejuice himself. Like, first of all, he's in the movie fifteen minutes. Second of all, like I said, it's a visual movie and it's a lot of yeah. like a lot of talking about Beetlejuice on this episode would be a lot of remember this, remember that. Which like obviously he well, did a great job. That. Michael Keaton did a great job. Um, a lot of memorable lines, a lot of memorable scenes. Just him acting a fool in the, at the time he was in the movie. Best best off to just go yeah. rewatch it. You know. But if we're if we're talking look at style and we're gonna score him, and we got to talk about his powers too. Yeah. So this is a comprehensive list brought to us by the the Beetlejuice Wiki, which it exists because there's a there's a wiki everything. <laughs> Thank you. It's all the wiki editors. So among his powers and abilities include reality warping, invulnerability, levitation, that's flight, regeneration, shape shifting, teleportation of himself and others. He can conjure and summon objects. He can possess, he can mimic people's voices, a.k.a. ventriloquism, <laughs> and some telekinesis. I mean, Man. this is a, he's loaded. This is a loaded ghost. This is a ghoul. He's a yeah, ghoul, first of all. He's a full-on ghoul. A full-on demon <laughs> ghoul. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think? Do you want to, uh, like, aside from his, his powers, which definitely give him some bonus points. All right. Uh, let's yeah. just break down. Like, I know you like his hair. I know oh, is he, <laughs> so I know the word clown is like overused yeah. these days, but he has straight up like clown hair. He's like, he looks like yeah. Doink the Clown. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he has, 
It's I don't know how to describe his hair. His hair starts halfway it's, back. His it's head. like it's a balding afro. <laughs> it's like a balding afro, right? It's rec- the most receding hairline that yeah. you can see. And and his hair is my his hair is my favorite. I mean, his I hair love is just his out. hair. It's it's up and it's out and it's receding. Like yeah. Think about they could have made him look like anything. Yeah. I mean, what is Beetlejuice? What you're mm-hmm. right. Like, what is Beetlejuice? They could have made him they look have made like it anything. anything. Hell of a job. I swear to God, like we don't give out a lot of fives here, mm-hmm. but like I want to give him a five because he has also multiple outfits. He's yeah. got the spikes that that mm-hmm. spike him. He's got the 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 flannel shirt that he wears that makes him look like Ad- yep. uh, Alec Baldwin. Yep. The classic striped suit. He has the tux, the wedding, the red velvet wedding tux, which was like straight out yeah. of like a Las Vegas mm-hmm. like a drive-through wedding place. And yeah. the fact that he has like the algae or whatever the moss mm. growing on his yeah. face he like, had the the dirt bag uh bathrobe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he probably gets a five can right? we give him a five please he gets a five. he gets a five because like his look is so good yeah. and like he it's it's just it's like classic yeah. like it's it, you said you said it perfectly what the hell's a beetlejuice like what is they, beetlejuice? they created this look out of thin air and it's like what they came up with was so batshit crazy it's it so good works. And like I, I mean, you talk about like his his like accessories. He has like a gravestone. He's got all yeah. kinds of random stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got the the talk about accessories. He's got the freaking like uh, the newspaper clippings and all that stuff. He he's <clears throat> so good. Five hands down. Like it's got to be a yeah, five. It's over. It's five. Now the the real question: What do you consider his hideout or his lair? The whorehouse. Oh, that is that an accessory or is that? Yeah, he should be hanging out there all day. I like yeah. how what's her name said that was her idea. Juno yeah. was like, "Oh, that's we'll, my idea." We'll distract him. Yeah, yeah. What what do you what do you consider it? Yeah, I don't know because I, I feel like you can't claim you can't claim property ownership of these of, of this place. It's almost like a prison for him. Like the home. cemetery. Yeah, but it is it is it is a cool place to live. You know, might as well. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a two because you can't claim ownership of it. If if she didn't if she didn't want him to like help anybody, why did she banish him there where the ghosts were? Again, like, the rules we don't know what the rules are. And and maybe one other stupid question you don't have to answer. So I'm just going to ask it for the sake of asking it because we need to. Was he just banished or was he banished like 600 years ago? She's like, oh, he's a former partner of mine. Did they just break up? Maybe it was just like a recent thing, and that's why he was at the know. cemetery. I feel like he's had other um, other romps, you know, yeah. before the Maitlands. It's just he always ends up back where you know, back in purgatory or, or whatever, whatever you call that, like ghoul prison. I feel like I feel like maybe it's a two because the cemetery is not great, and like he requires you to say his name three times. Maybe that's part of the plan to mm-hmm. to leave it, so he can't really get out of it. He's sort of stuck in the house too. Like I don't know, it's weird, right? Like I don't really know. I don't. He doesn't have the greatest hideout layer, or is it so great because he's right under their nose? I say a two because I feel like. It's like it's a neither good or bad. It's not either good or bad, and if he doesn't. He can't claim ownership to it. It's kind of just where he he has to be. Yeah, yeah. So, what about his plan? Does he have one? His plan is to get someone to say his name three times, so he can spread his legs out and hopefully gain a wife, so he can become free. And I don't ask me again. Don't ask me why that is. It's just the way it is. He <laughs> even says it. I don't know. Just the rules. I don't know. I don't make the rules. But that's why so, Michael so, Keaton's so good because he's just like the way yeah. he talks in this. Yeah. Like, could you imagine anyone else playing this character? I couldn't. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's almost like, like a, a Jim Carrey. Exactly. In the, in, in the mid in the mid nineties, but really is, that's it. Yeah. Is Michael Keaton the original Jim Carrey? If that makes any sense. 
yeah, I mean, he has the ability to just um, let loose, right? Just just lose himself in a character for sure. It's like the I, way bet, he I bet talked. Jim Carrey. I bet Jim Carrey took some uh, took some notes for sure from him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his plan. So his plan is to get out, but his plan is also to help people. Like it doesn't. I, well, that's like the it's like the quid, quid pro quo, right? Yeah, like I don't. I'll, know I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of your humans if you say my name, so I can come out and have some fun, right? He just wants that to have thing. fun. Yeah, he's yeah. like a, a poltergeist yeah. or something. Yeah, I don't know. And it's and it's a bad idea because I'll end up. It's like the cat in a hat, right? It's like you let him out. He's gonna he's gonna fuck your house up. But well, what do you what do you say? Like I I don't know. Maybe it's like a two again because it's not good or bad. It's just it uh, is. I'd give him a three. I give him All a three right. because it's a simple plan, but it's effective. Just whatever lie he can say to get you to say his name. And he know? would he actually would have got away with it. If yeah. you know, I don't want to. And he saved do, them. He saved them. You know, he did even if it took the you know the, the marriage of Lydia. That's again, that's collateral damage. He was. <laughs> He was successful. <laughs> I don't know what happens once he marries Lydia. I don't know what I don't know what becomes does she of Lydia. Die? Does or, she, I don't know. Does, or does he, he get alive? To, he gets to stay, I think. But does he become alive then? Because he's like no, I don't think I don't think he gets to be alive. But I think he does get to roam freely amongst the living. That's interesting. I, and I don't know the cartoon rules. I don't even remember. We got. Let's I'm, not even. Let's not even worry about if they were to like you know, consummate the marriage. Like, Oh man, if, if there was a pregnancy, I don't know. Yeah. Let's oh, not even man. get into that. What, the, <laughs> what ghoul baby would, would be for save that for after the credits. Yeah. What, what, I, I, yeah. I don't even want to know about that. Well, well I do, but not right now, but yeah. <laughs> what about a henchman? Does he, does he have any, like, I don't know uh, that you can't, the sand snake is not his property. No. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of does its own thing. No, no henchman. Not no, the he's, guy he's with the, the the shrunken head guy either. Like that's just not really. No, that, that guy hates him. Yeah, I, I guess we got to give him just a one because he yeah, doesn't he's got, yeah. no. really have any. He's a loner. So, all right, let me recap for everybody. So, five for looking style, one of the best that we've we've seen on this show thus thus far. Two for hideout or layer, three for plan, and one for henchman. That gives him an eleven out of twenty. Not bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. And you could even consider him maybe not a villain anyway. Yeah, so, it's more of a it's more of a pest than anything. I mean, you're right. Like, look, this is a tough movie. I don't want to do remember this, remember that. I love this movie. I think it's great. It's it's fantastic. And it was a fun watch. Uh, you know, I just, it's not even that we didn't talk about Michael Keaton. It's like, how did you, right? Like, I don't, I don't know what yeah. to talk about. Just got to watch it for yourself. Yeah. We'll fill you in on how to escape a drowning car and how much underwear to bring on a trip. But that's what I mean. If you like, want to, if you want to talk about Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice, just watch it. Cause he's, <laughs> he's better than us talking about it. Uh, maybe before we leave the listeners here, there's been rumors and all kinds of stuff. If you go on IMDb right now, there's actually a poster for it, whether it's the real one or not, is they're making a Beetlejuice too. I don't know if you know this. It's in it's in production. Yeah. yeah. Would you watch this movie and does it need to be made? Maybe the, I'll flip those. Does it need to be made and would you watch no. it? No. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't need to be made, but you'll watch it. Yeah. I'm a Michael Keaton fan. So like, yeah. I, I, I feel like he'll, it'll be fun. Is it necessary? Not at all. Not at all. And it's like 20 years too late. Yeah. But this is what they do. But, you know, maybe I'm part of the problem for supporting it, even though I probably won't pay for it. I'll watch it, but I won't pay for it. Yeah. So. I, I, I think they were talking about making a sequel for a real long time, and they wound up going, uh, Burton abandoned it because they wound up doing Batman. He went up doing Batman, Batman Returns, and they just sort of got away from him. But yeah, we said it in the look and style side, he wears so much makeup in this, Michael Keaton. It doesn't matter what he looks like. So it's like, you could make this and he's 70 years old. It doesn't yeah. matter. He's got the mm-hmm. voice. He still can act. So mm-hmm. bring it on. I'll watch this. Sure. I, I don't, I don't mind. So 
Let us know if you guys would watch it. Send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com or write into us. All the social channels at The Last Row Pod on X, Twitter, Instagram. Leave a comment on the, the episodes page on, on the website, thelastrowpodcast.com. And if you're enjoying the show, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. And please consider leaving us a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. Thanks to everybody that did so, so far. We'll be back in two weeks on Thursday, October 19th with the Halloween-themed episode. We haven't picked it yet. Send us in some suggestions to all the the places that I mentioned. Something spooky. Something spooky for Halloween. And uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Zoop. Zoop. So the the consummation of that marriage? How old is she? Maybe uh, we can't first even of all, talk that's why this. we can't even. Yeah, we can't she's even talk about a it. minor. Yeah, she's a minor. Talk, this is talk about scumbags. I yeah, mean, like, he's six, he's six hundred years old though. Okay, so yeah. like, everyone's too young. Yeah, we, we can't talk about that. that, that let is, alone let alone a seventeen. Yeah, I. I